0: Good morning and welcome. It's that time once again. The Patriot Radio News Hour Live on this Monday. What the month, of the year is just flying. By June the eleventh, I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and for decades we've been right here giving you economics with attitude, keeping all of you comfortably disturbed in a world that face. It, Everybody's just lost their mind. I mean, the the Canadian Prime Minister, he lost his mind this weekend. Uh, the We're having the big uh, meeting with the president or supreme leader of North Korea. That's going to be tomorrow. Uh, just, I mean, all kinds of crazy things. The volcano's blowing up everywhere. We had a triple crown winner this weekend. Uh, I missed it. You know what? I'll tell you how crazy it is. This is I don't know how to how we're all gonna do it. I don't. So as as you know, my oldest son is on his way to college. And you get the the list, if you will. I don't know what else to call it, because it's a list. Hey, here's all the stuff he's gonna need. <laughs> and and there there's uh by the way, there's multiple lists there's the this is the bare minimum stuff and uh here's the optional all the other stuff so on the bare minimum stuff they say that he needs a macbook pro and okay, this is this is what he needs right this is apparently the way i understand and i don't know and I'm i try not to this is you know, that's my wife's department. But uh, you know, this is how like like they and I know we used these Apple products in high school, so my kids in for high school we had to buy it wasn't the, the, the pro, it was something else. And that's how their textbooks came. Right? They don't have textbooks anymore. They're they're downloaded onto the to the computer. So I'm making making the assumption that this is hence why, ergo, he needs this. And we go to the Apple Store, and and I already know it's going to cost me a bunch of money. I didn't know how much money. But after the student discount, they were kind enough to give a discount, the MacBook Pro was... Over seventeen hundred dollars. Then they're like, you know, we've got this Apple Care for the next three years. No matter what your son does, he drops it. He throws it into Lake Michigan, right? You know, whatever it may be. He, if he brings it in, it will replace it for like a hundred dollars or whatever. And, and, you know, you, these are high high school, college-age kids. They're going to break it, right? So, of course, got to have that. How much is that? three After the student discount, right, 350-some-odd. Uh, I just dropped $2,100 at the Apple Store for a laptop that the college says my son has to have and I'm thinking about you know you could have gone to a whole semester a whole well whole semester a whole year at ASU back in the 70s for what I just spent on a laptop because I, I don't know what to call it it looks like a laptop to me and you know what's so funny it doesn't even look like a good one you know what I mean by that I don't you know bigger is always better these things are not very big and they're super light and all that. I guess I don't know, but uh, the, everyone's lost their mind. Who can afford to pay for all this stuff? And I'm lucky. My son got most of his education paid for. And I, I'm thinking, like like Ben Bernanke, you know, he wrote his little book about how the whole year at Harvard with room, board, and tuition cost a whole $4,000 when he was there. And then I don't know if you saw the tailor where Winston Churchill liked to go. I don't know if you saw this or not. They were doing some construction at this, and I don't even know if it's still a tailor or not, but, but they found that somebody had buried... About 30,000 euros back in the nineteen early 1940s, so during the height of World War II, they buried $30,000. And I love it because you know, this is a... And of course, I guess there would have been pounds, by bad, not euro, <laughs> Right? The euro didn't even exist until like 1990-something, but... British pounds. And and I'm not smart enough to do the calculation from pounds to dollars back in the 40s. So let's just for this broadcast, let's just say it was 30000 bucks. Now, the money, it's all beat up. It's not, I mean, you can barely make most of it out. I don't even know if they'll replace it, right? You may have nothing. If you had put the British sovereigns there instead, and again, remember we're pretending that it's dollars uh, because I can't do the conversion because I don't know what uh, how many uh, the the valuation between the dollar and the pound was in the forties, and I didn't have time to look it up. If you did it in gold, you'd had a million bucks. This is what the central banks have done to all of us. Why I'm paying over two grand for a laptop just so my kids can go to college. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 951 That is our toll-free number, the website at allamericangold.com. You know all about it. It's the best in the business. Make it part of your daily routine out there. You know, and just thinking about the story about the money from the tailor of Winston Churchill and burying, and how ridiculous burying money is. How ridiculous, you know? Think about, and it doesn't even, you know, burying it, right? Think about this, and forget about just the burying, putting it in a safe or a safety deposit box, or, or. Leaving it in your bank, it's the same thing. Leaving it in your bank account, it's just like burying it. My, right? I mean, that's what you're going to get. This is what they've wanted. Do you not get it? How can they take 30,000 pounds and you're talking, that's not even a. If you were, and I want and we don't know exactly when it got buried. But it looks like most of the bank notes are from, like, 1941, 1942. Let's just make it simple. Let's just say it was 1940. Okay, they buried it in 1940. You'd be, what, 78? So in one generation, they took 30,000, in this case, pounds, and devalued it to where if you wanted to be, and, and let's say somebody it was a lot, a lot of money, that you would have the equivalent today, the equivalent of that today would be over 1 million pounds. And someone said it would be 2.5 million U.S. Uh, and I'll take their word for it. And so if leaving, if you left $30,000 in the bank in 78 years later, especially now because they don't pay any interest, right, you still only got 30 grand, right? If you put it into gold, if they would have bought the British sovereigns back then, they would a British sovereign back then, was somewhere around six and a half to seven dollars, right? And you could have bought, you know, think about, you know, let's go high. Let's just say, you know, it was uh, seven dollars uh, a British sovereign. You could have bought four thousand two hundred eighty-five of them. You would have had, you know, like I said, well over a million dollars. And again, I'm not doing the conversion. With the conversion, you probably got two billion dollars this is why you need to put away your money in gold. Because what the central bank, this is what they did. This is why they murdered and assassinated president. This is why they held secret meetings in some island most people never even heard of this is why they spent the money to buy and not only buy and marry into political families. So they could devalue your hard work. Right? And call it prosperity. Right? Think about it. Right? We're, we're getting ready tomorrow. They're going to all pull up in their limousine and they're going to sit around at a big conference table. And they're going to pat themselves on the back about what a great job that they have done. Inflation is right near our target, they'll tell us. Shouldn't the target be zero? Right? Wouldn't that, you know, at least that would make the, here's our target, zero. We want you to wake up Tomorrow, we want you to wake up next week, next month, next year, next decade, next century. And you would be able to have the exact same amount of buying power, but no, that's not what they do. They want you to have less. And I'm not talking about 2% less. Look at, it's such a good story today and right? it doesn't matter if it was in england if it was here if it was in europe or japan by the way i don't know if you saw that too the japan gdp first quarter gdp negative yeah. i don't you know two quarters of negative would be what another recession possible in japan we'll keep our eye on it but they're slowly robbing us blind You know, it's like those guys, uh, I I wish I would remember the movie, I forget the movie, where they were just going to steal like half of a cent every day from every account, you know, right? Just a little bit, and nobody would ever notice, right? And, of course, over time, it starts adding up to millions and millions of dollars. This is what they do every day. They want to make you poorer. That's what they want to do. They don't want you to have a place to go. There's a reason why that MacBook was two grand. And, and it doesn't matter what it is. It's it's everywhere. Brand new cars. <laughs> the average car loan is now over thirty-two thousand dollars. Do you know what you would have bought in 1940 for 32,000? You would have had a car. You would have had a house, <laughs> right? And I mean the best. You would have had a mansion. Now, what do you get? Some middle of the lo- middle of the row car. That's it. You know, and, and I and I think about it because people, you know, they do it all the time. Well, you know, only the crazy people bury their money or you know have a, have money thousands and tens of thousands of dollars sitting in their safety deposit boxes, or which you really can't do anymore or not supposed to, or sitting in their safe at home and thinking that hey, it beats it being in the bank. Not really. I mean, it may save you on fees, right? <laughs> Well, Wells Fargo, it probably did. (laughs) Right? If you had money sitting there, they probably signed you up about for 12 different accounts. But the whole purpose is to devalue. And then I, you know, we didn't really get to it on Friday, but Ben Bernanke, I don't know if you saw, they put him out on the television, and he says, Hey, in 2020, really bad things are gonna happen. Okay, so here's the guy who wrote his but I still have it sitting here in the studio. Uh, the courage to act, and he talks about how, you know, it was because of the great Federal Reserve that things weren't worse, and all of that stuff. And of course, really, it's because of the Federal Reserve that we were in the mess to begin with. And he blames. Now, I don't know. Apparently, he's got this crystal ball, and he couldn't see the housing bubble. Right? <laughs> he didn't see that one coming. And he definitely didn't see the financial crisis coming. But that wasn't his fault. Just ask him. He'll tell you. But apparently now, he's got a, 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 a crystal ball that works. Of course, let's face it, he's no longer at the Federal Reserve. So it's amazing all the truth-telling that they'll do. But he's saying that in 2020, horrible things are going to happen, and it's because of the tax cut. That's what he said. Yep, it's created way too much stimulus, and at a time when we're already at full employment, we essentially said, we didn't need these tax cuts. Now, the whole time that he was at the Federal Reserve, he kept crying about that the government wasn't doing enough cutting, right, you know, tax cuts and everything else. But apparently now we're doing too much. And I, and it, again, it's all nonsense. They steal from us every single day. Used to be, at least when they stole from us, at least they would pretend to pay you some interest, right? <laughs> right. You know, remember when, you know, if you had a savings account and you got eight percent? Remember that? Listen, don't don't forget. You don't have to go all the way back to the forties. Remember in the eighties and the nineties? And they all kept telling you, right? Hey, listen, you you know, first of all, you got to get this new 401k thing, right? What a great thing that is. And as the company stripped away all of your pensions and all of your your benefits and they replaced it with this 401k thing. The one now that they tell you everybody has to do when you get to 55. You're supposed to only own bonds. Yeah, remember? You know, you know I'm right. CDs, stuff like safe. Got to be safe. You don't want to be risky. You think it's by accident that when the baby boomers really hit full retirement, that that went away, right? Now, now you you don't buy bonds because they don't pay anything. Even a 10-year note, what, pays 3%? Big deal. It won't even pay what the real inflation rate is. And we don't, of course, they don't tell us that number, right? They don't want, it's a big secret. Instead, we're going to tell you about this mythological creature, the 2% inflation fairy. That does not exist, at least in my world, it doesn't exist. Every single year for the last, I don't even know now, four or five years, my health care premium has gone up by at least 20% every year. And, and that's what we got to pay to have it. Right? Car insurance. We've got no tickets. No, it still goes up every year. It does. Your gas bill, your water bill, your sewer bill, your garbage bill. I mean, everything that you have, your rent or your mortgage, right, they just go up. And then they lie about it. Because if they told the truth, people would be mad. Right? We have teachers striking. We have uh, UPS workers striking. We have... Fast food workers striking, and all of these people striking, and everybody wants what? You know what they really want? Want to be able to afford to live in the middle class. Just want to be able to afford it. I afforded it 20 years ago, I afforded it 30 years ago. Why can't I afford it today? But they get mad because they want more money. You're actually getting mad at the wrong people. right? Why did Why did business get rid of all the pensions? Have you ever asked yourself that? Why did they all go away? Because remember, all of them offered it. Why did it go away? And the answer really was simple. Right? And you got to give credit. These CEOs... And whoever was the first, obviously, was the smartest, figured it out. Hey, these pensions, they were great when gold was the currency. Because prices never changed. (laughs) Gallon of milk tomorrow is going to be the same 10 years from today. Going to the doctor is going to cost the same amount of money today that it did ten years ago. As soon as we got rid of gold, it didn't take them that long to figure out. Hey, wait a minute, that's going to cost a lot of money. Let's get rid of it. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Monday. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly.
1: When I worked my way through college in the 1940s, tuition was about $250 a year. My children's tuition was nearly $2,500 a year. At my grandchildren's college tuition, each costs between 20000 and $40,000 a year. College has become so expensive that, according to a Gallup survey, only about half of today's graduates think their degree was worth the cost. The more debt the student incurs, the more likely he is to doubt that he received his money's worth. The total amount of student debt in the United States is a staggering $1 trillion which exceeds even the annual discretionary spending of the entire United States government, including military spending. College debt burdens more than 40 million Americans, and more than 4 million are in default on their student loans. Student loan debt is now more than 50% higher than the total credit card debt held by American consumers. Many students are saddled with more than $50,000 in debt, and they don't have any good job prospects to help them pay down that debt. Students can pursue good majors in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, but even then the future is bleak. Employers use foreign labor in those fields, exploiting the H-1B visa and other programs to hire workers who are bound to employers like indentured servants and more profitable than American college graduates. Large health systems, such as the Mayo Clinic, are bringing in foreigners to practice medicine in the United States. Minnesota reportedly has more than 400 immigrant physicians who are not yet licensed to practice medicine, but plan to be. There's a shortage of good residency programs for Americans who graduate from medical school, but then are unable to get the training necessary to start their careers. Yet employers are bringing in foreigners to fill those residency positions.
0: Do you know a college student expressing frustration with a liberal ideology and anti-Christian propaganda on their campus? Encourage them to join Phyllis Schlafly Eagles and other conservative leaders in Washington July 10 through 12 for the annual Phyllis Schlafly Collegian Summit. The conference is free to students who register at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. When you start thinking about where your money needs to be, Just remember the story that broke today of Winston Churchill's tailor or somebody around that time that buried 30 grand. That if they would have been smart enough to have buried it in gold, they would have... Well over a million, really, since it was in pounds, probably well over $2 million. Or the fact that I don't know what they even will do with those banknotes today, because, I mean, they're beat up, right? I mean, they got buried. They got wet. They're they're all deteriorated. I, I don't even know if the bank will do anything with them. Right? You just may have what they've always been, which is what? A worthless piece of paper. And then you get to thinking about all the things that they've done since now, and I'm looking at all the the tricks that they've played on us. Right? and I, And I got to thinking about stocks. You know, remember when the Dow broke 10,000, right? The debt was going to be paid off by 2010, and the Dow was going to be 30,000. Right now, here it is. It's 2018. It's 24,000. And in order for all of their promises to have really played out, right, the, the Dow would probably have to be like 60, maybe 70. Right? There's a reason why all the all the businesses got rid of their pensions. Now look at the states and the cities that didn't get rid of theirs. Right? Because let's face it, right, it's, it's government, right? They're never as smart. <laughs> They're all broke right because the returns that wall street and the bankers promised never really materialized and what happened was the cost of things became way more expensive than they ever imagined or so they said because it's not like our elected officials just you know said oh sure yeah we'll let you have whatever you want well, least, I don't want to believe that. <laughs> Maybe some of them do, right? We know that some of them definitely do. I don't want to believe. I actually want to believe they consulted, right, with their financial people, consulted with the banksters. And, of course, they came back. with I'm sure they had these charts and pie graphs and bar charts. and, and, you know, probably had it on the overhead projector back then, right? Because, you know, they didn't have computers yet, (laughs) right? And the guy was taking one plastic thing and putting in another one and shining it up on the board there with a pretty little chart. Oh, yeah, you know, you're going to give us, you know, and who knows back then probably a couple hundred million dollars. You'll have plenty of money. Right? It's the same thing with uh, the Social Security Administration. Why do they still say 2034 when they know that's not real? And you know what? Here's the funny part. Why does everybody in the media keep saying it? They've got a bunch of projections that they know they're never going to meet. And this is what happened. As soon as you went off the gold standard, you were no longer able to accurately forecast what things were going to cost. Here's what business do. Hey, this stuff's getting expensive. Right? We gotta find a solution. And I could just hear it now. The CEOs calling up their financial institution and screaming at them about pension costs. Hey, these retirees, they cost a lot of money. We got to get out of this. Find a solution. Right? And then boardroom after boardroom after boardroom after boardroom, they all wanted a solution to this problem. So what did the financial institutions do? they went back, told their people, hey, find a solution. Right? And of course, when they invented the 401k, they actually thought, oh, well, this will just supplement the pension. We'll create something that we, in our belief is businesses are going to start capping the pensions, was what they thought. And this would help make up the difference for the unknown and even they didn't know how much stuff was gonna cost. Like I said, you know, it's so funny when the Dow had ten they said, oh it's going to thirty and, and you know thirty's not enough. It's kinda of like fifteen dollars an hour. Right? Twenty years ago that sounded like an a boatload of money. I mean, my first job, I think I was making. Well, I made two bucks an hour on the farm under the table, but that was when I was younger. My first paying, you know, job where I got FICA taken out. I think I was making three thirty-five an hour, and by the by the early nineties, the minimum wage had gone. I want to say to four ten or something like that. So, thinking fifteen dollars—that's outrageous. Now we're here. Fifteen dollars isn't enough. <laughs> we need thirty at least. And by the time we get to thirty, we're gonna need sixty. By the time we get to sixty, you're gonna need one twenty. And so these these people created this four hundred one K and what did business do? Great get out of this, because they knew, they knew, hey, this is going to end bad, but you know how much it's going to cost for people, you know what, first of all, people are, you know, of course, you know, today the suicide thing, but people live a lot longer, and these the costs are growing so much faster than, than we thought they could ever possibly grow, and now we need to be insulted. That they're going to tell us on Wednesday that inflation is near its target. It could go a little over, but that's okay. Knowing full well, inflation's not 2%. It's not. It's not three. It's not four. It's probably, if I was to guess, seven, eight. Right? Think about it. Think about what you should be getting on, on your bonds today. Right? What should you be getting? 10? 10%? 11% a year? Now you're lucky to get three. Death, that's all its five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. You know, when you think about it, would you really ever allow for this to happen if you knew what they really were doing. And even today, right? you can't get the mainstream media to tell the truth. right? You don't see them holding you, any of them up to task because they only care about the debt market. As long as that's okay, they don't care. The rich don't care. They don't. And trust me, a lot of people think they're rich, yeah, you're not rich. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, the Forbes 400 list, right? That's about it, right? That's the list. If you're not on that list, then you're not on it. And they only care about their stock price. And they only care about the illusion of prosperity. And and we're talking about how these businesses, they saw it coming. They did. How do you think they solved the inflation of the 70s? Have you asked yourself that? They simply changed the equation. (laughs) Hey, you know what? We don't like that equation. Let's come up with a better one that doesn't count stuff that way. That was what the central bankers did. Why is it that the inflation target is not zero? Because that's not what they want, right? They want to devalue the money because they want you to spend it. That's the whole point. Why can you not get, right, who buys a 10-year note at 3% knowing that inflation is really running at 7 or 8? Nobody would do that. Right, because that would, that's just dumb. Right? That's like saying, hey, I don't care about my money. I'll just throw it all away. Right? Why are stock valuations near all-time record highs? Because it's dangerous. They have to be. right? Because they want you to believe the story that they're telling. Remember, and I tell you about the guys that I love, the guys that I respect. Uh, Jeffrey Gunland, another guy that I, I I talk about him all the time. Remember, and he loves to talk about bond yields, right? And he told you, hey, as soon as the ten-year note goes above two six three, we're going to have crazy stuff happening, and we've done it, right? We've got we every day the markets move hundreds and sometimes over a thousand points in a single day, and now they've warned again today. They've got a new number on the long bond, the 30-year, 3.22%. And they're calling this thing the biggest debt bubble in history. And really, they get it. They've gone back and they said this is what's happened since the 80s. They've been blowing one consecutive bubble after another and patching it up with duct tape and bubble gum and rubber cement and all the rest. And I go back to the pensions and why business got rid of them. How did they do it? And they did it because it was simple. Hey, we can't afford that. We're going to go out of business. So let's give everyone a 401k, and we'll pretend it's the same thing. It's not even close. Right, You see these ridiculous commercials on TV, people walking around with millions of dollars in their 401Ks, right? Yeah, not the guy making 50 grand a. And you think about the cost of just the basics now, and you understand there's a reason why car loan payments are blowing up, right? No one's making credit card defaults are rising. They won't talk about it, though. They want to talk about, hey, look at how great the jobs market is. They don't want to talk about the quality of the job, though. Right? Because, well, that's a, that doesn't fit the narrative. Right? We don't want to talk about real inflation. Let's just talk about the fake made up number with rent equivalent. Right? I, I keep bringing it up because, I mean, they write that. They literally say it's rent equivalent. Nobody says anything. What the heck is rent equivalent, right? And of course, by the logic, well, though you know, mom and dad will rent you out a room for a hundred bucks, so you know it's not that bad. And then people don't realize leaving your money in the bank anymore—it's actually worse than burying it. It's worse than probably putting it in your at the stake at your house, right? Because now the banks can go under. And because of the bail in versus the bail out, you can be out. You know, and I'm not telling you what to do. You want to buy stocks, do it. Right? You 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 want to buy uh, overpriced automobiles and overpriced homes that you know are overpriced? Go ahead. But you got to. I mean, listen, we got to live. We got to do stuff. I got to spend two grand on a stinking MacBook. I did. But make sure you take the time and you put some gold and silver away. Because whether it's Ben Bernanke in 2020, uh, who I give zero credence to, uh, but the people that I respect, and I probably all say it's here. We just don't know it. right? This is kind of like 4 Right? This is 04, and everyone's, oh, yeah, isn't it great? The economy's great, and everything's wonderful. And by 05, everyone's like, eh, houses are overpriced everywhere. Think about the headlines now houses are overpriced in almost all the major markets by at least 10%, right? It's the same stuff. In the behind it all, they can steal from us every. Single day, and now it's even worse. Because at least back then, like in the in the seventies and the eighties, you were getting great interest. Now we can't even get that. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment on a Monday coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and it's happening everywhere. And and just to clarify, and I, I sometimes I I get a little ahead of myself. UPS hasn't struck yet; they're not on strike yet. Uh, but but their contracts are up, and uh, I think uh, sometime I think July first. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that either. Uh, but I know it's soon. And, and same problem, right? They need more money. My standard of living is going down. Right? I've been working this job, and I and I can't. When I'm getting paid, I'm I'm falling. And it's because they lie. And you know what? The media says they've got it all bought and paid for. Why people listen here? Because you know what? This is the truth. And you know what? You can get away with it for a while. It's about over. You thought 06, 07, 08 was bad. You haven't seen it yet. We run numbers that nobody can believe. The deficits are so big, they're unpayable, and you know it. Right? And they talk about how they've done this and that and the other. All they've done is made you poor. Not having pensions has made all of us poor, right? Think about it, you know why they had to do it? Well, because their stock price couldn't go up because they, they can't afford to pay it. Well, why could they afford to pay it before? Well, we were on a gold standard then. That's why. You better have yours. Today, U.S. $5 liberties. I love fractional gold. You know I do. I think your portfolio, it's got to have it. Uh, There's just, it's getting hard. Wendy will tell you, too, because she does most of the looking around for me. Not a lot out there right now, but U.S. $5 liberties, Uh, we got 50 of them available 1 through 9 at 365 10 or more at 360 at 800-951-0592 golds up uh, about three more bucks again today 1301 silver boy we've been waiting on silver here it comes silver's up another 22 cents this morning uh it's right at $17 just below uh, seventeen dollars to the ounce. Uh, and I would, listen. Don't be shocked when you see twenty dollars silver. Right? We're gonna see gold well above fourteen hundred dollars an ounce, and it'll still be the quote-unquote good times. Uh, we got the big Federal Reserve meeting. I've been. I told you all last week. I'll tell you here again. The bottom's in. Uh, we got one early. We never know if it's gonna be a little before, or a little after. This one was before. I I think. We're going to get the big snow job. Uh, they're going to say that we're going to be patient on rate hikes and that inflation's not bad. I can promise you, and you know it, if you're involved in your household finances, you know what a bunch of crap that really is. And eventually, all of these bubbles are going to become what? Just, you can't afford it. can't afford the house payments. Can't afford the car payment. Can't afford the credit card payment. Right? And you think about leaving your money in the bank. Doesn't even matter, leave it in your bank, your house, wherever. But they're devaluing it from you every single day. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two 951 592 Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody take care. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow.